We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen, Watch, Discuss. As always, I'm your host, Brent Aiken. And uh, on tonight's episode, I will be ranking uh, my top 10 favorite commercials from uh, this year's Super Bowl. Um, Now, I know I said this was going to be released on either Monday or Tuesday, and I was going to release it uh, yesterday, um, but I ended up pushing it back another day uh, to today because... I was just tired and it was later than I expected and I was rewatching uh the first Ant-Man in preparation for uh Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania which comes out this Friday and um looking forward to despite the less than stellar uh you know uh audience and critical reception it's been getting I'm still looking forward to it uh but when I I brief tangent but when, when I saw the when I saw the Rotten Tomato score uh, the other day I'm like, damn, it's 53%. What, what, how, how is it that bad? You know, uh, and you know, I mean, I, I've seen some positive reviews, but it just, it seems like there's more, almost an overwhelming amount of negative reviews. And I'm like, what happened? Like what, you know, but anyway, but of course I'm still, I, I never let reviews sway me really. I mean, I, I always think whenever I read the reviews, I'm like, well, what could have happened? But it it never deters me it never puts me in a bad mood going into a movie to watch it. I mean, you know, when I'm going into a movie to watch it and it never, I never let, you know, negative reviews, uh, alter my opinion about the movie, you know, when I'm watching it, like I just form, I mean, you know, which I feel like more, more people should do just form their own opinion. I mean, reading reviews is fine, you know, to see what everyone thinks, but like, don't let someone else's reviews (laughs) or everyone else's reviews, uh, form your, you know, be the basis of your, uh, opinion on the movie, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, I'm going to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to rewatching that again. Re, uh, the, my rewatch of Ant-Man was great last night. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to watching Ant-Man and the Wasp tonight and hopefully I'll enjoy Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania tomorrow night. But, uh, anyway, yeah, slight tangent, but I just wanted to, uh, mention that. Uh, and, and also because that is going to be tomorrow night's review. So, which I'll probably mention again at the end of this episode, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, uh, this is, I figured this would be something I do annually I figured I'd do, or I figured I'd do this every year, kind of make it a tradition, uh, where, you know, a few days, uh, after the Super Bowl, because I did this last year, I did a top 10, uh, favorite commercials, uh, or favorite Super Bowl 2022 commercials, uh, last year. And I'm like, well, I didn't do it, you know, cause I didn't do it for 2021. And that was the first year. Cause I started in 2020, but 2021 was the first year that I had an episode air in February or that I, you know, recorded any episodes in February. Uh, but I didn't do it for 2021. And then for some reason I just thought I'll do it for 2022. And I enjoyed doing it. You know, it was an interesting top 10 list. Cause most of the time, whenever I do a ranking list, uh, you know, it's, uh, of movies or episodes of shows, although more often than not, I feel like it's movies. Uh, but yeah, so I figured it was something new and different to do and I liked it so much. I figured I'd continue doing it. So, uh, but yeah, the game, uh, I want to, yeah, talk real quick about the game. 
The game was good. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles played, for those of you who didn't watch the game and didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I liked the game overall. It was really, it was a good game. Like, it was, uh, it was constantly, you were constantly, like, trying to figure out who was going to win. Like, it was, well, okay, in the first half, the Eagles were ahead by a, a little bit more ahead of the Chiefs. But, you know, the Chiefs picked it up in the second half of the game. And, uh, and you know, and, and especially in the second half of the game, it was like neck and neck almost the entire uh, game. And then, of course, uh, they won by three points. It was, I believe it was 35 to 38, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me check. Or no, yeah, uh, Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs won by 38 and the Philadelphia Eagles uh, had 35. So, yeah, they, they won by three points. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a good game. I mean, like I said, and, and until the very end of the game, it was like neck and neck. And also I liked the halftime show too with Rihanna. I thought that was a pretty good, uh, in my opinion, it's not the best, uh, Super Bowl halftime show that I've watched because I haven't seen the others, like of the ones that I've watched, cause I've been watching the Super Bowl, you know, I've made it, you know, I'm like, I made it a tradition <laughs> to watch it every year since 2019 uh, but of all the Super Bowl shows I've seen live, uh, and and period, because I, I haven't really uh, you know like gone on YouTube and watched the others, you know, uh, I think it's my second favorite, you know, uh, I mean the one with Travis Scott and Maroon Five was terrible, uh, which was ironically the uh, the first Super Bowl that I watched live, the 2019 show. Uh, 2022 was like Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg. So it was like five people. And it was good, but you know, I just, they were like, I feel like five too many, three too many or something, you know. But, uh, and then of course, 2021 was the weekend, uh, which was good. But yeah, I think my favorite was the, had to be the, uh, J-Lo and Shakira, uh, Super Bowl halftime show of the five, um, that I've seen. And and the Rihanna one, this year's one was a close second. Uh, I liked what they did with the platforms, you know, how they were uh, constantly lowering them and, and uh, braining them back up. And I liked the uh, the choreography of the dancers. I liked how they were all wearing white and Rihanna was wearing this red suit. It looked like a rubber jumpsuit. I, I don't know. It, it looked cool. Uh, and also a lot of people were uh, speculating that she was pregnant again, which I think she is, because she didn't really do that much like any crazy dance moves, you know, she was mostly just standing still on the platform. I mean, she was moving around, but you know, uh, but yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to mention that cause I mentioned that I mentioned the, I talked briefly about the game and the halftime show last year when I did this. So, uh, without further ado, <laughs> let's get into, uh, the, uh, actual nitty gritty of, of this episode, which is my ranking of the Super Bowl commercials. So there were, uh, a good amount of good Super Bowl commercials this year, uh, like last year, in my opinion, because uh, I thought last year, uh, last year's Super Bowl had a lot of great commercials as well, or at least a lot of good, really good commercials, you know. Uh, and this year was no different. Uh, but, you know, and then there were some that were like, eh, that's okay. I could have gone without that one. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think uh, for the most part, most of them were uh, if not great or good, at least decent. There weren't really a bunch of, uh, of stinkers in my opinion. Uh, <clears throat> but I think if I had to pick, uh, what number 10, my number 10 spot would go to, uh, and it was a good one. So, I mean, 
It's my least favorite, but it's still a really good one. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, Avocados from Mexico for for the number 10 spot. Uh, This was the... There were a few before that preceded this commercial, but this one was the first one that I was like, ah, that's clever. That's that's really good. So so basically, uh, the gist of the commercial is, what if uh, Eve, and uh, Eve is played by Anna Faris, uh, it's great to see her, uh, she, she's hilarious, great actress, but uh, it's like, what if Eve, uh, who's played by Anna Faris in the commercial, what if uh, she didn't eat, well, technically she does eat the apple, but what if she didn't uh, stray down the path of evil after eating the apple? Or what if, you know, what, what if she was offered an avocado instead after taking that first bite of an apple? And then the, the, I guess he's supposed to be the spokesperson or spokes animal for avocados from Mexico. But like this groundhog pops up from behind a tree that she's standing in front of. And like, you know, Eve's telling Adam, uh, oh, I think I, I took a bite of this apple uh, and Adam's freaking out, like, what's going on? And then the groundhog pops up from behind the tree and like, there's thunder and the, the, uh, clouds are, dark clouds are coming in, thunder's rumbling. And he pops up and says, Hey, here, try this avocado. And then she tries it. And then we cut to present day, New York and everyone, it's just covered. I mean, you can still see like the, uh, Times Square, like all the, uh, uh, screens and, uh, and, and everything, but like, it's way more covered with, uh, plants, uh, and wildlife, uh, than usual. And, uh, and everyone's just butt ass naked. <laughs> I mean, you don't see anything, you know, but like, it's like, uh, you know, they're, they're either like holding something over their, like the chest and genitals or like they they shoot them from the waist up. Like there's a, uh, cop directing traffic, uh, it's kind of, uh, heavier cop and, uh, and you don't see anything below the waist. They just have them from the waist up. And of course with Anna Ferris, uh, like with a lot of the women in the commercial, uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, the, they had just have really long hair, so it's just covering their boobs, so you can't see anything. <laughs> but yeah, it cuts to present day New York, and everyone seems to be thriving, and, uh, and not only that, but, uh, in fashion news, uh, naked continues to be all the rage, and everyone's nice and positive, more, more nice and positive to each other than you'd expect. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then, and then, you know, there's a few more, uh, bits like that. And then we cut back to Adam and Eve, who are also in present day New York and talking with the groundhog. And, uh, Adam's like, you know, avocados from Mexico do make everything better. And then the three of them look up at, uh, the naked statue of Liberty and we kind of see the butt, but we, but you know, it's just panning from the backup so that we just see the butt and that's it. And then, uh, Anna Ferris says, now that's a tourist attraction. Like she's kind of like looking, uh, uh, essentially at it almost like, like she's turned on by the naked Statue of Liberty. And, uh, yeah, that was a really good one. I really enjoyed that one. Um, not the best, but it definitely was good enough to earn the top, to make it to the top 10 spot. Uh, so my number nine choice would be the General Motors Netflix commercial. Now this one is basically, uh, Will Ferrell is the spokesman, uh, in this commercial and he, um, you know, uh, basically, uh, mentions that General Motors is going electric and Netflix is joining in by including more electric vehicles in their movies and shows. And then it proceed, he proceeds to, uh, like go through, uh, while he's doing the ad, he's like, uh, entering different Netflix shows and movies 
Uh, now, I don't recognize all of these, but some of these I was like, oh, I get what that is. Like uh, Squid Game, uh, he, he's in the... Which I, I have, I still haven't seen. I know people have said it's a great show or it's a really good show, but I still haven't seen it yet. But he, he's uh, at one point, he's uh, in one of the Squid Game competitions from the show Squid Game. Uh, at one point, it looks like he's in uh, uh, Bridgerton, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then, of course, the one that everyone knows, uh, he's <laughs> dressed as Dustin from Stranger Things and he's talking with uh, Erica. And uh, he's like, uh, or no, Erica says, you're ruining the show, you idiot. And He's like, what? No, it's me, Dusty. And Erica's like, you know, you're not. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and it's funny because the commercial starts with him in like a zombie apocalypse, which I'm assuming this is from uh, Zack Snyder's movie Army of the Dead, because that was a a zombie post-apocalyptic heist movie. Uh, and, you know, uh, Will Ferrell's driving through what, you know, like a a post-apocalyptic Las Vegas. So I'm assuming, and I think it took place in Las Vegas. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that this was Army of the Dead. But it starts off with him driving through this post-apocalyptic wasteland. He gets bit by a zombie. And then, because uh, he has the window down. And then at the it ends with him uh, driving with the zombie that bit him in the car. And he's like full zombie, except, you know, that he, he still has all his motor skills and he's still able to talk and and drive <laughs> perfectly fine. Uh, and, and it's just them and he just drives off into the sunset. And, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, it's just funny because Will Ferrell's usually funny. Like just, he's just got such charisma and, and pretty good timing with his humor. And, uh, it was just funny to see him like inserted into all these different properties. Uh, especially when he was dressed up as Dustin, but, uh, but yeah, that little line where he's like, <laughs> where he was like chastising the zombie for biting him at the end. I was like, ah, that's pretty good. But, uh, all right. So, uh, number eight is the, uh, Ram 1500, uh, commercial, uh, premature electrification. Uh, yeah, th this was a really good one too. I love the fact that, uh, well, first of all, it's basically, uh, <clears throat> this guy, comes on screen and he's an actor, but I forgot it. I forgot the dude's name. Um, yeah, I forgot the dude's name. Anyway, uh, I, I'm not going to look it up right now, but it, I, I could tell he's an actor of some sorts, but he, um, oh wait, he was the dad in, uh, I don't remember his name, but he was the dad in, uh, it was this TBS show about a family that went on a road trip. Ah, shit. I'll, uh, okay. I, this is going to kill me. Uh, let me let me look this up real quick. Okay, TBS road trip show. Sorry, slight uh, detour. Oh wait, it's funny. I said slight detour. That is the name of the show, the detour. Okay, so he he played the dad in the detour, but what was his name? Let me look it up. Uh, let's see. Jason Jones. That's his name. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's his name. Okay, so so yeah, Jason Jones from the Detour, and I'm sure he's been in other stuff. But that's, I I, I recognize him from something, and I'm like, that's the only thing I recognize him from. But anyway, so uh, basically, it's Jason Jones from the Detour. Uh, you know, setting up the fact it's like, uh, you know, do you want to buy an electric vehicle? Uh, you know, like, are you excited about it, uh, but worry that it could leave you unsatisfied? And he's like, you could be one of many Americans. If that's the case, you could be one of many Americans 
uh, concerned or suffering from premature electrification. And essentially, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, a parody of like the uh, commercials that you see, uh, the, the drug commercials that you see, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think there's so many though. Like that's, that's, what's crazy is that like, there's so many, you'd think I'd be able to think of a name, the name of one of them, but, uh, like Zyrtec. Okay. Yeah. Let's just go with Zyrtec for a random example, example. So yeah, you have the, uh, you know, Zyrtec or any, any of the like nasal, uh, you know, uh, medicines or, or NyQuil, uh, or, you know, there's, there's a bunch, but you know, like they're, they're always like these like, uh, infomercials pretty much about the drug. And I always thought I, 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 most of the time I just think those are stupid because it's like, well, that's why you go to the doctor so he can, he or she can like, let you know what you need. Like, why do we need these minute to two minute long commercials about the drug when you could just like, or you could just look it up yourself or, you know, ask your doctor when you go there. Like the commercials even say, ask your doctor about this. If you have any questions, it's like, well, why do we need to add then? Why this feels like a waste of time and money, but regardless or irregardless. Uh, so this is essentially a parody of those, uh, uh, erectile dysfunction, uh, uh, commercials. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we see like several different, uh, couples talking about, uh, you know, either erectile dysfunction or not being able to finish in bed, but they're like, but it there, it's a subtle, it's a not, you know, it's, uh, not really, it's an analogy for that, but it's referring to the electric cars. Uh, and you know, but, but like the way it's written, it's like, oh, you could, you could, uh, argue, or you could say that it's, uh, that's what they're talking about. You know, like that's what they're referring to. They're, I mean, they're referring to the electric cars, but like the way it's written, it sounds like it could also be talking about the couples not being able to properly do it. You know, like the, the guy not being able to get it up and the girl being unsatisfied <laughs> and bo- or really both of them being unsatisfied. But uh, but yeah, it's funny. You would just have a couple, you know, we have a, a couple uh, with an RV and a camper. We have a couple uh, leaving from a wedding. Uh, a couple that's fishing and, uh, and, you know, and then the ad ends with, uh, uh, Jason Jones saying, ask a professional if premature electrification, uh, or ask a professional if Ram 1500 rev is right for you, you know, which is the, the new Ram, uh, vehicle, you know, the, or the new Ram electric vehicle. And, uh, and yeah, this was just a great one. Uh, I loved that it was a parody, like I said, of a, um, of an actual, you know, uh, like, like a drug commercial that you'd see on TV, uh, really made it stand out. And, and then, yeah, the fact that they had the, the background soft contemporary music playing and, and how seriously, uh, Jason Jones took his, his, uh, delivery as the narrator of the commercial, uh, was, was great. Uh, but yeah, so that's number eight, uh, number seven, now I wasn't gonna add any um, movie or or uh, TV show uh, TV spots because I'm like, well, that's just footage from the movie or show. It's not really. I mean, it's for the game, but it's not like made for the. I mean, you know, it's. Not, I mean, it's it's like footage from the trailer that you know. It's but it's just edited into a Super Bowl spot, or oftentimes it is. It's not really anything new. It's just footage from the movie or from the trailer. I guess edit, I guess edited in a different way, but you know, not that different enough to make it, you know, I just, I didn't think it'd be fair because there were so many other commercials too, 
But that being said, there is one that I wanted to put on here because it was different enough. Uh, one, it was it, it was advertising a movie, uh, or it was advertising the movie, but it wasn't really showing clips of the movie. It was its own, like, uh, ad, like, you know, animated, well, <laughs> kind of gave it away maybe, but uh, created for the Super Bowl. And it's the uh, Super Bowl, I mean, the Super Bowl, the Super Mario, number seven is the Super Mario Brothers movie uh, commercial. And I love this commercial. Uh, I thought it was a great way to advertise the movie because basically it's uh, it's Mario and Luigi filming a plumbing commercial or like like uh, starring in a commercial for their plumbing service, the Super Mario Brothers plumbing. And uh, and there's a lot of great uh, details and jokes and like visuals in here. I mean, the animation's great, first of all. You know, like the obviously from the trailers, it was great. But uh, But you have the... For one, the song that's playing in the background is the theme song from the 1989 Super Mario Brothers Super Show, uh, which, you know, had Lou Albano as, as the live-action Mario. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, and then you also have... And, and, the, and, and them dancing, uh, like them pulling up in their van, bobbing their heads to the beat and, you know, wearing shades is great. Just the, their... Uh, can do attitude about it like how serious like uh, there's a there's a part where like they're like luigi's plumbing the like unclogging the sink and mario's twisting a wrench but they're looking like dead seriously into the camera he's like look at this shit like you know like, <laughs> like just how serious they're taking it uh and like how unnerved they looked or not unnerved but how unbothered and how badass they're looking into the camera like yeah look, look at what we can do you know look at this like they're like showing off, like they're like uh, in a rap video or something, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and then and then also the little touch of like uh, them, they have like a map at one point in the commercial, and Luigi just move that moves a little model van from Brooklyn to Queens, like they're only they're only uh, available uh, in Brooklyn or Queens, their services, like it's only those two towns, nowhere else, <laughs> or those two cities, uh, and then uh, and then also the fact that they. Uh, Princess Peach, they got the voice actress for Princess Peach, Jeannie Elias, uh, who voiced her in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, to play the lady in the commercial. Uh, because they in the commercial, they go to this woman's house whose sink is flooding, and uh, and after uh, the song plays, or after the lyrics are done, uh, she says, Thank you, Super Mario Brothers. You know, uh, it seems the only thing you haven't drained is my bank account. And and what what kills me and and what's the uh, best final touch uh, to that section of the commercial is the fact that like she you could tell she's reading it off a cue card because she looks down and sa- like the the more like towards the end of what she's saying she gets confused and then just this like visibly confused reaction on her face and she's like what like like you could tell she's thinking like what the hell is this what am I reading you know what does that even mean why would you put that in the ad and then uh but yeah and also the fact that the visually it looks like it was filmed in the 90s like it looks like an old kind of vhs quality i mean it it still looks hd but like the filter over it looks like an old vhs quality type uh thing you know type uh look and then uh i love at the end uh they have the phone number and the website for the <laughs> the plumbing company and I haven't called it. I should have called it, but apparently the uh, people have called the number, and it's actually real. And I think, uh, from what I've heard from the reactions, 
that uh, Charlie Day, who plays Luigi in the movie, answers as Luigi, uh, talking about, hey, if you want to know more about us, go visit the website, or if you need a job done, just, you know, uh, let us know. But yeah, so that, that was great. Uh, and I had to, I figured I'd include that because it was different enough. It wasn't just clips from the movie. It was like, it was advertising the movie, but it was something different, something more unique than just, uh, like I said, showing clips from the movie or showing the new trailer, but like edited down. Uh, so yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. Uh, and my number six, uh, choice would be, uh, the Doritos commercial, uh, with Jack Harlow. And, uh, it's basically, uh, Jack Harlow, if you don't know, Jack Harlow is a rapper, uh, white rapper, (laughs) but he's in the, he's in the studio. He's, uh, listening to the, uh, you know, the, this version of his, one of his songs, uh, he's listening to the beat and he's like, man, something's not right. I just need, I need to try something new. And, uh, there, there's this, uh, girl that's, uh, chilling in the, the recording studio with him and, and some other people that are chilling in the recording studio with him. And, uh, she's eating a bag of Doritos and Jack looks, and it looks like he's looking at the Dorito at first. Like it tricks you, you know, into think the commercial tricks you into thinking he's looking at the Doritos, but then it pans over to the triangle behind that's just like standing up the triangle on this little stand that's, uh, standing behind the girl. And he, and, uh, basically Jack just takes up being the world's best triangle player. And, uh, <laughs> and the dedication again, that they put into this commercial is great too, just because, uh, you know, it's like everyone goes batshit crazy for him, for him being a triangle player. Like he quits, like Jack quits rap. He, uh, he starts a class of professional triangle players. He, uh, you know, he gets, uh, he gets nominated, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he sells his own brand of, uh, of triangles. Uh, he sells his own brand of triangle shaped themed cologne, uh, fashion, uh, you know, fashion models even begin to, to take up the shape of the triangle. And, uh, and then it and then it ends with another really good it ends with a really good cameo where he gets uh he thinks he's going to win triangle player of the year at this uh, music award show uh but he ends up and he's eating a bag of doritos too uh but he it turns out he ends up getting snubbed and he win and uh, Elton John wins instead and uh, Elton John is like comes on the stage everyone's applauding and he's playing the triangle like how he usually plays the piano or i mean he's sitting at a giant triangle like how he would at at a piano of his you know uh, and he's like just tapping on the triangle and everyone's just going batshit crazy. Like, Oh my God. And, and what makes it and another hilarious touch is the fact that, uh, his, uh, suit has a triangle pattern on it. And I'm like, ah, that's a clever touch. <laughs> like visually, that was a nice touch. And, uh, Jack's not too pleased. I mean, he's not pissed, but he's like, what the, I, I deserved that. I was, I was the one who got inspired to be the, to be the greatest. And then Elton John just comes in and steals my thunder. But, uh, yeah. So, and, and essentially the ad was for a new flavor of Doritos, uh, the sweet and spicy barbecue flavor, which actually looks pretty good. I'm going to have to try those, but, uh, but yeah, that was a great one. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess that's, uh, that's, we're halfway through the list. So, uh, at number five, we have the T-Mobile ad, but we have, but we had, uh, two T-Mobile ads and I almost went with the, the John Travolta one where he was, uh, singing with the T-Mobile neighbors. Uh, 
in the style of uh, one of the songs from Greece. I forgot the name. Uh, but uh, but I, I, thinking back on it and rewatching them again, I, I'm going to go with the Bradley Cooper and his mom uh, commercial. Just because I, well, I like Bradley Cooper. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen him in much. But I like him as Rocket in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and he seems like a he seems like a good person, and uh, and it just seemed sweet, like it seemed like it actually seemed genuine. Him and his mom's interactions with each other were were uh, sweet, and uh, and also pretty funny too. Like there was a a, a genuinely sick burn uh, with, uh, but you know it was all in good fun. But when when uh, uh, at the end of the commercial, when his mom says. Um, She's like, ah, you got a smile. You look like a clam. And Bradley's like, I think I know what I'm doing. I've been nominated for like best actor for like nine, nine times. Uh, and she's like, yeah, but you never won any. And then he just bursts into laughter <laughs> and as well as her, as she bursts into laughter too. Uh, and it's basically just them trying to film an eight, uh, AT&T, a T-Mobile commercial. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, that's very sweet. And gen- it, it seemed genuine and it was very sweet and not to mention funny. Uh, so, and not that the John Travolta one wasn't funny, but I just, of the two, I was like, well, I'd like that this one feels a little bit more real, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to have to go with that one. Uh, so for number four, we have the, uh, Blue Moon commercial, which, uh, the high stakes beer, uh, commercial. And, um, it's funny because it starts out like it's a commercial for Coors Light because we have this uh, one dude saying this is a Coors Light commercial. Uh, you know, this is the first time in 30 years Coors Light's had a Super Bowl ad. And then this other dude standing next to him butts in and says, you know, he, he taps him on the shoulder and the camera pans to him or, uh, you know, moves, yeah, pans to him. And he says, no, actually it's a Miller Light commercial. And then the two of them proceed to get into a fight. Uh, this very heavily edited, stylized, over-the-top, dramatic fight, uh, over, you know, which commercial that, uh, which beer that this is a Super Bowl commercial for. Uh, and it's, you know, like, there's like, uh, they're, they're doing all these backflips and shit. And, uh, the, the Coors Light guy, uh, spill, you know, throws a bucket of ice at him and he almost slips, uh, the, the Miller Light guy almost slips, but then he like, you know, like, uh, catches himself and then he jumps back up and, you know, he spins around, and, uh, and then, and also what makes it even funnier, he grabs like the, the, uh, um, beer coasters and like throws them at the, uh, Coors Light guy, like they're ninja stars or some shit. <laughs> One of them hits him in the head. And, uh, and it's funny too, cause like they're about to, uh, they're, they're about, they, they like lunge at each other and they're like, uh, you know, at slow mo, uh, slowly in slow motion, like hurtling towards each other. And, uh, and then they fall on the ground, uh, you know, trying, and then, uh, they, they put both of their beers on the counter and they're like, no, it's a Coors Light. No, it's Miller's. And then, uh, this, uh, this one dude, uh, we don't see him, but we just see his arm. He puts a, uh, a glass of blue moon on the counter. And then, you know, it's like the last three seconds. And, and he says, uh, the announcer says, actually it's a blue moon commercial. And uh, I thought that was funny because the misdirection of it was pretty good. Not to mention the the fight, like the heavily edited fight of just these two random guys in a bar fighting like they're in a John Wick movie or some shit <laughs> over like which ad uh, that this is or which beer this is an ad, a Super Bowl ad for. 
uh, and then it turning out to be neither, and it just being a Blue Moon uh, ad was pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, coming up on the final three. Uh, at number three, we have the Crown Royal ad, another uh, alcohol ad. Uh, this one is Thank You Canada, and it's uh, has Dave Grohl in it, which was cool. Uh, it's basically just him talking about uh, thanking Canada for for everything they've given us, uh, including, you know, a lot of the uh, musical talent from Celine Dion to Rush, uh, Seth, you know, some famous uh, actors such as Michael Sarah and Seth Rogen, and then, uh, you know, a bunch of different things, you know, peanut butter, the paint roller, poutine, which if you don't know what poutine is, it's French fries with cheese and gravy, uh, which sounds delicious. I'd really like to try that. Uh, and a bunch of other stuff, batteries, uh, Hawaiian pizza, and it ends with, uh, or it doesn't quite end, but the, the last thing that Dave lists, uh, on the, uh, on his list of things Canada has given the world is, uh, football. And I looked that up and he, and actually, uh, that is, uh, real, <laughs> like a Canadian actually did, uh, kind of give us our, our version of football. Which uh, I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat, and it's funny too because when he says that, the like uh, producer sitting next to him, like, because they're in like a recording studio, the producer sitting next to him working on his computer turns to him when he says that, and he's like, what? No way! Like, you know, like in he's in denial about it, or he's he's like, nah, that's that's not true, and then Dave's like, no, yeah, it is. Look it up, and then uh, a big banner like, uh, unravels behind, or unfurls behind Dave that says, thank you, Canada, with the Canadian flag signal, I mean, not signal, signal, what the hell, the Canadian flag symbol, which is, you know, of course, the red maple leaf, and then underneath, thank you, Canada, it says the brand of the alcohol, Crown Royal, and, uh, yeah, and, and I just, yeah, I thought this was a really good one, uh, again, like with Will Ferrell, I mean, not that Dave Grohl is a comedian, but, he's just so charismatic and charming. Uh, and I guess he can be, and he can be funny too, given the right direction. Uh, and you know, I just, you know, I, he, I mean, even if you don't like his music, you can't deny that he is a very charming and seems like a genuinely nice guy. But, uh, but also the fact that Dave Grohl is one of my favorite, uh, musical artists because he was not only in Nirvana as the drummer, but he was also, he's also in Foo Fighters. He's the lead man, the front man and, and, uh, singer, uh, lead singer of, uh, Foo Fighters, which is another one of my favorite, uh, bands. So he's, he's in two of my, he was in two of my favorite bands and, uh, you know, it, it was nice to see him again. Cause you know, uh, you know, last thing I saw him in was studio 666, which came out last year. And that was of course, before Taylor Hawkins death, the drummer, uh, of Foo Fighters. And, you know, they, they kind of took a little bit of a break in 2022, but now they're back at, which excites me. Cause I'm, I I think they got Taylor Hawkins' son to replace him, Shane Hawkins, to replace him as the drummer, which is cool. Uh, but I'm not quite sure if that's set in stone, you know. But regardless, they are, they have announced their comeback. Like, they are back. They're going on tour. I think they're going on tour. Or if they're not going on tour, they're, they're, they will go on tour at some point. And, which I'm glad, because w- I'm like, when Taylor died, I'm like, oh, shit, we're not, I'm not going to be able to see him live, am I? Uh, but no, they, they are continuing, which is good. So, uh, okay. But yeah, a uh, little tangent, but yeah, uh, pretty good one. A really good one. You know, uh, I mean, final three. So, uh, so at number two, we have the Hellman's mayonnaise commercial, uh, who's in the fridge. 
uh, and this one took me a minute to, to get, I'm like, uh, cause the setup is, uh, it's, we're in a, a fridge. There's uh you know, cabbage, uh, cheese, uh, eggs, a turkey leg, you know, there, there's just a bunch of food in a fridge, in a big white fridge. And there's a jar of Hellman's mayonnaise directly in the center of the fridge. And we have a miniature, like a little John Ham standing next to the one on one side of the jar. And then Bree is sitting on a uh, piece of cheese uh, on the other side of the jar. And they're both like, hey, it's good to see you. Or John's like, hey, it's good to see you, Bree, but why are we in this fridge? Like, why are, where, why are you here? And then she points out, she's like, well, I'm Bree and you're John. He's like, yeah, I know I'm John. She's like, yeah, but you're John who? And he's like, oh, John Ham. And it took me a second uh, I mean, it took like right before John mentioned John Ham mentioned that his last name was Ham. I'm like, oh, I get it, because I'm like, what? Why are they miniature versions of themselves in a fridge full of food? And I'm like, oh, that's clever, because it's like ham and cheese, a ham and cheese sandwich with mayonnaise. I'm like, oh, that's that's funny, and uh, and they're like, oh, okay, I get it, <laughs> and they're basically just saying, oh yeah, we're dinner, and. Uh, or Bree's like, yeah, well, we're dinner. And then, uh, John's like, well, with Hellman's, we can really be anything. And he's like, yeah, all these leftovers can really, right? I mean, as long as we got Hellman's, they can be anything. And then, uh, and then a regular sized Pete Davidson opens up the fridge to see the two of them in there. And, uh, Bree's like, wait, you don't have a food name. And, uh, John's like, man, he really is everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> and then Pete looks at him and he says, I'm going to eat you guys. And then we cut to him making like a, we cut to him making a panini and not going to lie, that panini looks really good. I've got a panini press. I I still have not used it. I, I, I should use it at some point, but, uh, he, he eats the sandwich and, uh, and then we cut to him. Yeah. We cut to him eating the sandwich after he makes it. And John and Bree are at the party, like they're full size. They're standing next to him at this party. Uh, and he's eating the sandwich and he's like, you guys take, you guys are really delicious. And they're just both looking at him strangely. And John's like, that's, that's weird. Like with a smile on his face. And it's just, it's stupid, but it's funny. And I mean, it, well, I, I, I guess to say it's stupid, it, it maybe isn't the right term, but it's stupid in a good way. Like, it's like, oh, of course, ham and cheese. Like Brie is a type of cheese. Brie Larson's name is like the cheese. And John Ham's last name is Ham, like the meat. So of course, ham and cheese a mayonnaise would go great on a ham and cheese sandwich. That's why they're in this commercial. And then of course, you know, Pete Davidson popping in was a, was a nice treat as well, just to, cause you know, he's a good actor too. I mean, I've, I've liked him in what I've seen him in. Uh, so it was a nice touch to have him pop in like halfway through the, uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, just the, yeah, the chemistry, but between all three of them was funny, especially in the bit at the end when he says, you guys are delicious. And John's like, that's weird. Like with a smile on his face. Uh, it was great. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, real quick before I get into my favorite ad, I'd like to, uh, go over some honorable mentions. I liked the Squarespace ad with Adam Driver. Uh, it wasn't the best, but I do like Adam Driver and I liked how like matter of factly he was stating the purpose of Squarespace, which was, you know, to make a website, like as a website to make websites. Uh, I liked the Bud Light one with Miles Teller and his girlfriend dancing uh, I liked the, the, and I know I said I wasn't, which, you know, technically I only included the Super Mario Brothers one, but I liked the, uh, TV spots for the Flash and the Guardians of the, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. 
Uh, oh, and I liked the Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben Affleck. That was a pretty good one. Uh, okay, so my number one favorite commercial, Super Bowl commercial from the 2023 Super Bowl was the Breaking Bad Popcorners ad. Uh, and maybe I'm a little biased because it's my, it's still my favorite show of all time. Um, but yeah, this one was the best. And I had seen like a little, like, it wasn't really a snippet of the commercial, but it was a, it's a little commercial for the commercial. Like it was its own commercial advertising the commercial, but it it didn't have any of the footage that's, that's in the actual commercial. But, uh, but it's just great. It's basically Walt and Jesse from Breaking Bad. They're in the Winnebago. And they have just, <laughs> like, cooked a batch of Popcorners white cheddar popcorn chips. Um, and, you know, it's uh, Jesse, you know, uh, Jesse's like, okay, we got to get this out in the market. Or, you know, we got to distribute this. And I think I know just the guy to go to. And then we cut to the outside of the Winnebago and uh, Tuco is there. He grabs the bag and he's like, what is this? And Jesse's like, we call him Popcorners. And he tries them and he likes them. And, uh, he's like, okay, yeah, let's get in business, you know, uh, and Jesse's like, yeah, we've got six signature flavors, yo, and then Tuco yells, he's like, seven, you make seven, and then they're like, all right, we'll make seven, (laughs) and then, uh, the, uh, and then when it cuts to the, the, the slogan for the commercial, break into something good, they even go so far as to have the, the BR, which, you know, in Breaking Bad, it was the, uh, you know, because like in the in the the opening credits and the the title for the show Breaking Bad, uh, certain words or certain letters in the actors' names and the title of the show uh, were uh, squared off, were blocked off, like like they were elements in the periodic table, which is fi- uh, fitting because uh, Walt is a chemistry teacher. You know, he would know about the elements on the periodic table and the you know the chemistry behind them. Uh, or the chemistry that goes into like, you know, what happens with them, like what, what, whenever you do anything with the elements, you you know what I mean? Like whenever you like mix two elements together or something like that, or, uh, expose some, expose something to another, uh, you know, uh, you, you get something else, you know, you, you expose, uh, one, uh, vial liquid to another, you know, it changes the chemistry of it and, you know. Uh, so I'm like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Like the BR in break and the TH in something are blocked off like the elements they are on the periodic table, which I'm not sure what 30, element 35 and element 90 are, but I thought that was a nice touch. And then it said now in six flavors, but then because Tuco demanded they make seven, the six goes away and seven pops up <laughs> in its place. But yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a fantastic ad. Uh, I mean, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, there's a bunch of references in there too. I mean, not only is was it great to see Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul reprise their roles as Walt and Jesse. I mean, despite the fact that we just saw them, like if you're if you've watched Better Call Saul, despite the fact that we've we saw them a couple times in the last few episodes of Better Call Saul, uh, but it was still cool to see them reprise their roles for something as simple as a Super Bowl ad, especially one for popcorn chips, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the, I mean, they, it, you know, uh, it just goes to show that like, uh, even a decade, uh, almost a decade after the show's ended, it's like relevance in pop culture, uh, you know, ha- has not faded at, in the least. In fact, it's become more and more popular over time, which is crazy to think about 
but that just goes to show how great the show is. You know, the fact that like 10 years later, it still has not waned in popularity. I pretty much, I pretty much just said the same thing twice anyway, but yeah, so, you know, it's cool to, to see that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and they look really good. I don't know if Walt, I mean, I don't know if Brian Cranston's wearing a bald cap or if he actually shaved his head, but, or, or, you know, and they do have Super Bowl money. So, so they could have just like CGI'd his head, but you know, why do that when you have a bald cap or you could shave your head, but they could have done either three, but it looks good. I'm not sure what they did, but it, it looks good. It looks believable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's, and there's a bunch of references in the show or to the show in the ad uh, when, uh, Jesse, you know, tells Tuco that they're popcorners, that, that he just snatched away from him. He's like, oh yeah, we call these things popcorners. Uh, Walt says, say their name, which is, uh, what he told Declan, uh, in season five when, uh, him, Jesse and Mike went to go make that deal in the desert, uh, for their meth or the meth, uh, deal. Uh, we get Tuco saying tight, 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 you know, which is like kind of his catchphrase uh, in the, <laughs> in the show, and, uh, oh, and then we get, uh, what's the, there was another reference to, oh, and then towards the end, or at the very end of the commercial, he says, we're gonna eat a lot of snacks together, which is a reference, uh, to the line in, uh, the season one finale, when Tuco, after their first, uh, deal, and he beats, uh, goes, you know, it goes right, but, uh, he thinks his associate Nodos is making fun of him, so he overreacts and beats the shit out of him, and Walt and Jesse are horrified, but Tuco walks away, you know, and he's like, we're gonna make a lot of money together, and he walks back to his car, and his other associate, Gonzo, just drags Nodos off, uh, and yeah, it, it was just great, and you know, like, they all slip, all three of them slipped back into their characters so well, and I appreciate the references to the show as well, but they, they look almost exactly, I mean, obviously they do look a little older, but they do look uh, close to how they did in the show, which is impressive. Um, and also the fact that, I mean, not in what makes it, what's the cherry on top of the commercial is that they could have just had Walt and Jesse, or they could have had Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul as Walt and Jesse in the commercial. But the fact that they went so far as to uh, bring back Raymond Cruz as Tuco just makes it, a, a, you know, it's just, like I said, it's just the cherry on top of an otherwise perfect commercial. And, uh, and I just love that they brought him back because Raymond Cruz mentioned that, I mean, and he was in Better Call Saul too, which is the prequel to Breaking Bad, but he mentioned, you know, the reason why he wanted to be killed off in Breaking Bad was because the role was too stressful for him. Like it, he, like just getting to that point of anger was like, it, you know, to be as angry and crazy as the character of Tuco was, it was too stressful for him. So he asked to be killed off. But the fact that he agreed to come back for Better Call Saul and then this like minute long Super Bowl ad is is great and you know, uh, but yeah so yeah that's definitely my favorite of the Super Bowl commercials. Uh, but yeah there were a lot. Uh, I'm sure you all have your own uh, favorite commercials from the Super Bowl. Uh, I may add this as a question at the end of the um, uh, at the end of the ad. I mean not the, the end of the ad. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I may put uh, post this question uh, when I post the episode. Like, I'll have a question. Like, if you're on Spotify, I guess you can do it on Apple Podcasts, too. But, uh, you know, I'll have a question, you know, like, if you want to answer it, you know, like, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial from the 2023 Super Bowl or something like that? You can answer if you want. You don't have to. But I very rarely put questions in the uh, 
or add questions to the podcast, but you know, I may do it for this occasion. But uh but yeah, so I guess that does it uh for tonight's episode. So I hope you guys enjoy uh and I will see you all to or I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you tomorrow night for my review of Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Uh so until tomorrow, uh take care. <laughs>